time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ, and the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed here to a Wednesday night edition of the Knock on Sports. Hope you guys are having a great Wednesday, dealing with that snow. Again, I know the roads were looking a little messy earlier, but again, hopefully you got a safe drive home here coming up. Lots to get to tonight here on the Knock On Sports. We're going to talk some high school basketball. We'll break down some NFL as well, uh, but a lot to get to tonight. And so with that being said, all guests join us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Tonight, you can expect to hear from the head coach of the Glacier Lady Wolfpack, Amanda Cram. She'll join us in studio as we get thoughts on her uh, team, this long break that they've had as well, and also we'll get her thoughts on some of the upcoming uh, games for next week for the Lady Wolfpack. Bottom of the hour, we're also going to chat with uh, and get the thoughts of Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and Field Goals podcast as we get his thoughts on the Seahawks win over the Rams, getting ready for the 49ers and who he would prefer to see in the first round of the playoffs with still so much to be decided for the wild card round. So that is what's coming up tonight on the Knock On Sports Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. The Knock On Sports is sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union. Are you looking to start saving money? Well, get rid of your high-interest credit card today and apply at whitefishcu.com for a low-rate credit card from Whitefish Credit Union. Their phone number, 862-3525. A lot to get to here to kick things off. Obviously, let's get you a knock-on sports scoreboard update as we look at the NBA. Boston currently leads Memphis, 29-19. Brooklyn trailing Atlanta, 37-33. That one late in the first quarter. Milwaukee, after draining, I don't know how many threes. I think they're still draining threes. They currently lead Miami 19-16 to with 1.41 to go in the first quarter. Games coming up later tonight, you have the Lakers taking on the San Antonio Spurs. College football action. Wisconsin upended Wake Forest 42-28. to And then one of their players shattered the the ball game trophy. Yes, he absolutely shattered it. Can't do it. You really shouldn't shatter the trophy. All right? You you just... Can't do it. You just... They were dancing with it, and I get that. And you got gloves on, and they, they should be sticky. But here's the thing, guys. How about we leave the dancing and we leave the trophy in two separate areas? That way they just don't break. So there's that. Uh, Coming up tonight, we've got Florida taking on Oklahoma. Florida uh, is going to be without the services of quite a few players who opted out of the bowl game. Should still be a very interesting game, though, tonight between the Gators and the Sooners. Got some good news for Bills fans who will be uh, allowed. Only 6,700 of them will be allowed to go to the home playoff game for the Buffalo Bills, which will be next weekend. So Buffalo fans are going to be thrilled about that. First home playoff game in Buffalo, I think, since the 90s. Actually, pretty sure it was since the 90s. <laughs> so, news and notes, knock on sports scoreboard update. That's going to do it for us here. Jumping right into things, we're going to talk some high school basketball, as I mentioned, with Coach Amanda Cram here in just a little bit. But as I did yesterday, taking a look at the top players uh, for boys basketball tonight, I'm going to open up the show by looking at the top girls basketball players. Now, when you talk about the best player probably coming back this season, it's Paige Barsh. So unlike the boys where the title's open for someone to step in, on the girls' side, it's going to be pretty hard to take down Paige Barch as the top player in girls' basketball in Class AA. But that doesn't mean that anybody else isn't going to try. I think there are some contenders that could definitely try and knock off Paige Barch from that top spot. 
couple players, at least in terms of the points per game aspect. You've got Brooke Berry from Skyview High School, who averaged 16 points per game last season. You've got Bailey Saylor from Hellgate, who averaged 14.5 points per game. Addie Ekstrom from Bozeman also averaged 14 points per game. And you got Paige Barch. And then there's no reason to not think that her sister Danny can't knock off Paige. Boy, we're talking about uh, some rivalry inside the Barch household. Uh, but either way, uh, there are some really, really good basketball players coming back this year. You look at Chalice Westwater from Sentinel, Cami Harris also of Skyview. Uh, we talk, we're going to talk about Ellie Keller for Glacier as well, Emma Anderson to go in that uh, category. But you talk about some of the best overall players here. Obviously, Paige Barch in terms of her scoring, which is nearly 14, leads in rebounding by uh, two and a half rebounds per game. She averaged 10. She averaged a double-double last season, which was pretty impressive. And then on top of that, too, in terms of blocks, she had 82 last season. The next closest player was Alex Coville of Hellgate with 43 then Chalice Westwater with 34. So Paige Barch, again, uh, just an absolute machine, and she is going to be tough to stop. And listen, we know Capital is going to be one of the teams that you're going to have to try and take down and one of the teams to beat this season. Uh, but again, like I said, I, I think there are players that could definitely make a case and contend for putting themselves in the argument of best player in Class W basketball. Again, it is Paige Barch at number one. But like I said, I think Bailey Saylor can definitely make a case. She has been a strong player uh, her entire career for Hellgate. Like I said, Brooke Berry does some nice things. Addie Ekstrom uh, is a really good player. She does some nice things from the three-point line. Again, 52 makes last year. Leads all returners coming back this season uh, for Bozeman. And so, again, Addie Ekstrom is going to be a, a player to watch. Uh, you look at... Let's see here. Assist leaders, Ellie Keller. I mean, she leads double digits over the next closest player, which was Stainer from Sentinel High School. Jamie Sheridan from Capital had 70 as well. Danny Barch had 68 from Capital as well. Addie Heafy was 62. Uh, so like I said, there's a couple players that can definitely make a name for themselves this season. I think Ellie Keller from Glacier is one of them. I think Addie Ekstrom is another. Obviously, Bailey Saylor, no stranger. And then Paige Barch and Danny Barch as well. Uh, those are going to be, I think, your top player contenders for girls basketball in class AA. Now, for me, where, you know, last last night we kind of talked about there's multiple boys that could end up being the top player. Obviously, you have your leading contenders, and then you I think you have some breakout stars. I think there are some going to be there are going to be some breakout stars this season. Uh, you know, I, I, as I mentioned, I mentioned those top players there. Uh, I look at, you know, Kinsey Williams from Glacier could be a breakout player for them. I look at another one from Flathead, I think uh, a breakout player. In terms of numbers overall, I think Claire Converse could definitely make uh, some noise in that department. Matty Moy as well. I think when you look at the Brave Vets, I think there's a, a few players that you could see, okay, I can see them being the leading scorers on that team uh, this upcoming season. But like I said, I think for Flatted, it's just going to be trying to figure out, okay, who's going to take that role? Um, when you look at Helena, uh, that's going to be a young team. Really curious to see uh, who steps up for them. On Butte side, a lot of new faces uh, for that program as well as, as they lost a lot. Uh, but I think when we talk about girls basketball, we know who the established players are. But again, when you're talking about some of these other teams where, okay, how are we going to see some of these other players, some younger players step up, some new blood in there as well? Because the Barch Twins are going to be graduating after this season. So, uh, you know, obviously Sailor is going to be back next year. So I think when you look at the next two years, obviously Paige Barch is going to have something to say about being the top player this year. I think Bailey Sailor is going to have something to say about that this year. And I think next year she comes in as the presumptive favorite. Favorite as the best player in girls basketball in class AA for her senior year. 
So like I said, it's going to be really exciting. should be a, a lot of fun to see what girls basketball does. And leading into that, we did find out what's going to happen with Missoula Sentinel. Or sorry, not Missoula Sentinel, but there's Missoula schools and Missoula teams in general. This includes Sentinel, Big Sky, and Hellgate. Uh, this was announced uh, just about an hour ago that uh, sub-varsity teams will not play. They will not be allowed to play until after January 19th. So that's 20 days from now. Uh, so Missoula basketball teams, wrestling teams, sub-varsity teams are not going to be allowed uh, to play. And so uh, what what does that exactly mean? Well, it just means that it sounds like when you talk about Flatten and Glacier next week, they get Big Sky and Sentinel. I, I I have not gotten it confirmed yet that if they're if they're the road team that the sub varsity teams can't play, but it sounds like it just it doesn't matter if they're on the road or at home. Sub varsity teams are not going to get that opportunity to play uh, basketball games, so that's really unfortunate. I, I don't understand the logic behind that. Um, again, we still haven't seen the guidelines from Missoula in terms of what they're going to allow for either spectators or how they're going to allow varsity action at this point uh, to go on. Uh, that's still something that has to come out within the next day. I can't imagine that it comes out on New Year's Day because Saturday, Butte and Big Sky play basketball. Uh, so like I said, I got to imagine that we expect some guidelines within the next 24 to 48 hours uh, before Saturday gets underway. But very unfortunate. Again, like I said, I don't understand the logic behind canceling sub varsity games um if you want to restrict freshman games to just in the county okay i don't see a real big problem with that i think freshman games you know you could play each other a couple different times i think that's okay but again the sub varsity games the jv games in particular i think those kids really really lose out on development um and that's unfortunate for them because now they're gonna have to wait for their season to get going here as well and it's not like coaches can really afford to use any of these games to give these guys some experience considering the fact that you know right out of the gate you're playing conference games and they matter. You're trying to position yourself for a home playoff game, considering the fact there is no tournament. Uh, at least at this point, it sounds like there will be no tournament. Maybe there's an option if things get good enough that maybe we could see a tournament come back into play. I highly doubt that, but either way, uh, coaches are trying to win games now it being at their first games. And if you can, if you can string a couple of games together, you look at maybe you're going to either flatted or glacier boys or girls, basketball teams getting out of the gate. I think they have Butte, Hellgate, big sky and Sentinel. Depending on how you look at it on the boys side, Sentinel's obviously going to be very tough. Hellgate's tough. Butte's tough. You look at on the girls side, obviously Hellgate's tough. Sentinel's obviously tough. Uh, Butte, is a mystery and big sky will see they're under a new head coach as well. So if you can try and split those games, maybe come out of it two and two, you feel pretty good about going into it because like I said, this is going to be the first time these coaches are going to have these players going into game action. And so, like I said, we're not going to be able to see sub varsity players get an opportunity or any experience because these coaches are going to be trying to win games right now because they are going to matter because guess what? You don't want to have a situation where, Obviously, if you're getting hot at the end of the season, that's great, but you don't want one game to decide whether or not you're the four seed or you're the five seed, uh, where instead of going and being, or instead of being at home, you're ending up on the road and having to travel to win a road game in a road playoff game. That's not easy to do then. This is going back to the format we saw a couple of years ago. Obviously, the the number one and two seeds at that time were automatically uh, given birth to the state tournament. Now that's obviously not going to happen, but everybody else from three through seven 
they had to play one game playoffs to make it into the state tournament. Uh, so like I said, we're going to see something like that now where it's just obviously, you know, home and away playoff game. So it's not completely foreign to class double A, but again, you don't want to drop a game because one game that you lose early on that you feel like you should have won could end up costing you. And all of a sudden you're looking at, instead of playing at home, you're playing on the road. So uh, very interesting. Great Falls also released their latest uh, guidelines, very similar to the fall as well. Uh, they're going to allow two per participant for home and away uh, spectators. So uh, we'll keep you a date with any more guidelines that do come out uh, in the coming days as we get ready for the winter sports season. That's going to do it for us here on the open of the Knock On Sports. Coming up next, Amanda Cram, the head coach for the Glacier Lady Wolfpack, joins us in studio as we talk about her basketball team and dealing with COVID. We discuss all that and more next here on the Knock On Sports. Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees, and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union. We belong to you. Some restrictions apply. 